In this devotion, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 23 through 33, where I'll ask the question, how can I do all to God's glory? First Corinthians chapter 10, verses 23 through 33 says, All things are lawful, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful, but not all things build up. Let no one seek his own good, but the good of his neighbor. Eat whatever is sold in the meat market without raising any question on the ground of conscience. For the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. If one of the unbelievers invites you to dinner and you are disposed to go, eat whatever is set before you without raising any question on the ground of conscience. But if someone says to you, it has been offered in sacrifice, then do not eat it for the sake of the one who informed you and for the sake of conscience. But I do not mean your conscience, but his. For why should my liberty be determined by someone else's conscience? If I partake with thankfulness, why am I denounced because of that for which I give thanks? So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Give no offense to Jews or to Greeks or to the church of God, just as I try to please everyone in everything I do, not seeking my own advantage, but that of many, that they may be saved. Paul continues his discussion on how to deal with meat sacrificed to idols. And it's in this conversation that he gives us some indication on how we ought to live our entire lives. That this principle of doing all things to the glory of God is applicable across any different moral question that you may have. That there is an argument to be made both for the liberty of the individual but also for the conscience of the weaker brother. With this background in mind, here are three thoughts from 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 23 through 33, answering the question, how can I do all to God's glory? Thought number one, the good of others. Paul says that we, as believers, ought to seek the good of our neighbors rather than our own good. So if we're going to seek the good of our neighbor, we need to be considering their conscience with regard to different issues of Christian liberty. So, well, Paul is talking specifically about food sacrifice to idols. You might apply this to taking a drink of alcohol in mixed company. You might apply this to watching an R-rated movie with a group of friends, some of whom are believers and some of whom are not. You can apply this to any different areas that are a matter of Christian liberty and ask yourself the question, is what I'm doing going to be good, an ultimate good for my neighbor, for these people that I'm engaging in these activities with? Is it going to be an ultimate good for them? Or am I just expressing my own liberty as a believer? Thought number two, the conscience. We need to consider the conscience of those who are around us. Paul says that you, for the sake of conscience, might need to refrain from doing something that you are at liberty to do, as a believer. So for the sake of the conscience of your neighbor, you might need to refrain from taking that drink. You might need to refrain from watching that film. You might need to refrain from eating that meat that under different circumstances would be perfectly valid for you to do, but under these particular sets of circumstances might be a hindrance to the conscience of the people who you are with. We need to consider the conscience of those who are around us. If you've already decided in your heart that it's not a sin for you to eat meat that was sacrificed to an idol, but 
your neighbor hasn't come to that same conclusion, maybe for the sake of their conscience, you will refrain from exercising your own Christian liberty. Thought number three, avoid offense. We need to avoid offending those who are around us. And this is going to be particularly difficult because aren't there many things in the text of Scripture that are innately offensive to the folks that are around us? Yes. And for those things, things like, I don't know, biblical sexual ethics, biblical sexual ethics are innately offensive to the people around us. This is not what Paul is talking about. Paul is not saying, don't cause offense, so go ahead and participate in all of the worldly sexual behaviors that you care to involve yourself in. That's not what he's saying at all. What he's saying is, in these matters of Christian liberty, in matters of Christian liberty, avoid offending those who are around you. And as you do that, as you avoid offending those around you, for the sake of your neighbor's good, for the sake of their conscience, what's happening is that you are bringing glory to God by the things you're choosing to do, for the things that you are refraining from in light of your neighbor. We bring glory to God whether we eat or whether we drink when we consider those around us and their ultimate good. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of 1 Corinthians chapters 9 and 10. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.